0: Welcome to Pre-Snap Podcast presented by LineStar App. Here's your host, Casey Bubba and Scott Bogman. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Pre-Snap Podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at LineStar Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at app and at NFL. And most importantly, download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store to give you everything you need in the palm of your hands to build your winning DFS lineups. We are here. It is week 14, an 11-game main slate to break down for you. And you can find me on Twitter at BD Entry for any your questions. And to help me break it all down on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how are we doing? I'm
1: doing great. Looking forward to this. Uh, just looking at this first game going, whoa. Who are we going to pick from it already? There's some ugly games, but there, there are some players to pick through here for, here for sure.
0: Yeah, there's definitely going to be some cherry pick spots. There's going to be some games where you just want to kind of cross things off and stay focused. It's a weird one. Like you said, let's just kick <laughs> things off. Let's not even sugarcoat it. Atlanta at Carolina. Carolina minus two and a half, over under 42 and a half. And I said it on the picks and bet show. It's an ugly game, but it's a game that in tournaments I could see doing something. It could be a disappointment, but I wouldn't be shocked if something fun happens in this game, too. So what do you like?
1: I don't hate the price of Cam Newton at $5,400. i will just say that right up front. I, I don't love him, uh, so I don't know how much. I, I like this, but I do like the price. So I'll say that I like the price of Cam Newton at 5400 Other than that... I don't know what they're going to do at running back without CMC. So I just don't trust it. So that's a scratch on, um, you know, Amir Abdullah or Chuba Hubbard, whichever one it is. I'm guessing Chuba, but would not be shocked to see them go to Amir. So, uh, don't want to mess with it. Pass on that. I do like Russell Gage. Russell Gage is, Mm -hmm. uh, a player that I like 5,700, 6,200. I mentioned him last week. He really paid off. They fed him a lot of targets. Um, still don't want to pay up for pits. Not going to pay up for DJ Moore um, uh, at, at this price. Can't do tremble. Just, I can't do it. I love him, but I can't do it. Uh, and I don't want either part of either of these defenses. I guess the Panthers might be okay because they're so cheap at 2800 Um, But, yeah, I think Russell Gage is my main play in this game.
0: Yeah, I like the, the Gage call. You've been all over him last week. Helped me out a ton in some tournaments. He opened my eyes to him. I dug in. I even wrote him up for a cash game article after we discussed things that made a lot more sense to me. And I looked at the line star tool and it showed some awesome stats to uh, back that up as well. So I, I get the gauge call still very, very affordable at 57 and 62, like way too affordable to tell you the truth. Nice little discount there for the targets he's getting. Don't mind cam. As you said, he can't play as bad as he played against the dolphins against this Atlanta defense and off the bye week it can only help him out to get his feet more acclimated back into this Carolina world, different offense than before, but you know what I'm trying to say with that. So I think that's a good look there. The other thing I'll mention is uh, DJ Moore. Like As rough as things are, he's only 6,200 on DK, 68 on Fandle. Still got a ton of targets from Cam. There's all over the place. He, I believe, according to PFF, leads the league in missed catches due to quarterbacks mess-ups <laughs> on the season. Like It's like 21 <laughs> or 22 this year. It's insane, but they keep pushing uh, it to him. Funny. And we know how good DJ Moore is. So I think he's a very intriguing tournament play at 62 and 68 against this Atlanta defense. Um, the running backs are confusion. I still like Cordero at any point in time, if you want. I think he's always got you that know, tournament appeal. I, I want la- to push like,
1: back on him uh, just, yeah, just for a second. Yeah, you did say
0: something earlier this week. You're right. It, it was,
1: he's in the last three games, and the first two were, you know, a little banged up, and then coming back banged up. has played in less than 50% of the snaps in the last three games for Patterson, which makes no sense because he's been their best player, but we saw Mike Davis score a touchdown last week. He has three touchdowns on the year. And I think his uh, last one before last week was October 10th. So it's just like I said, that's why for me, it's what have you done for me lately in this game? Nobody outside of DJ Moore, Russell Gage, maybe you throw Matt Ryan in there, have done a lot for us recently. So for me, I'm just very narrow minded when it comes to this matchup.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. The last thing I will say is Kyle Pitts much more used last week in a game where they had to, but I think that's an interesting way to go too, but my favorite plays are DJ Moore and Russell Gage. If I had to pick the two, I think they both have some tournament appeal in this game. If you want to put a little game stack together, I think this has, out of all the bad games, this has one of the potentials to be entertaining and kind of offensive, possibly. Otherwise, yeah. just take a couple pieces, because we're going to start talking about some games like the next one, <laughs> where anything can happen, but I'm not putting my you know eggs in before the chicken on this one. Or whatever the saying goes, I lost Welsh. He knows. Yeah, all there
1: sayings. you go, Welsh. Uh, yeah. yeah. Now I, I, I put totally all feel like Welsh as I was eggs, saying that. I'm like your oh, eggs God. in one basket. Is that what yeah, you're it, trying to it's, get a, at?
0: It's a redum dum moment. This is, is how, <laughs> how it goes. So yeah, that's uh, it's going to be a fun one that just tells you where the slate's going. Baltimore at Cleveland. Cleveland minus two and a half over under forty two. Like I said, it gets better, Bogman.
1: I mean, does it? The um, I can't pay this price for Lamar uh, with what he's been doing. I can't pay for Baker Mayfield because he is playing hurt. I can't pay 57 or 6,300 for Devontae Freeman, specifically after what he looked like last week. You know, even uh, Nance and Romo were talking about, it It looked like he had more burst than he ever really has had um, uh, over the last like two or three seasons in that game against Pittsburgh. So he has looked good. And the price of 57 and 63 is very affordable. Um, Chubb is expensive. Don't mind him if you want to go with them. Cream Hunt is cheap, but how much of the workload are they giving him, right? Just came back last week, didn't give him a lot, or two weeks ago, excuse me, because they were on buy, but they didn't give him a lot. Are they going to go back to giving him the ball 50% of the time, or is he you know, a quarter of the time now? I'm not sure, so he just makes me nervous. Uh, don't want anything to do with pass catchers on either side of this team. Unless it's Mark Andrews and he is expensive at 59 and 69. So for me, it's mainly Devontae Freeman in this game, and that's about all I like.
0: Yeah, it's pretty much a pass for me, dog, unless <laughs> you really feel like taking a chance in a tournament. But I'm not even gonna try to get cute. Like I've seen some bold bold takes already on Twitter saying like Donovan Peoples Jones, because he's so cheap. Like if you want to go for the GPP dart, sure. But I'm just gonna pass in this game all around if, Like the one that I thinks interesting is the Browns defense, to tell you the truth. Yeah, he has defense at twenty seven on DK forty one on Fanduel against this beat up Ravens team, and you said it on the uh, the showdown show. The Steelers had seven sacks, and a lot of it's because you get Lamar starting to run. And well, they
1: threw the, the four sack. picks the game before, right? Yeah. So, so he you said, "I'm not going to throw the I'm not going to throw the picks this game," and he got sacked. You know, in. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you just dealt with TJ Watt. It gets way easier with Miles Garrett exactly. this week, you know. So uh, I'm with you. I, okay, you know what? You talk me into it. I'd say Cleveland defense on the table as well.
0: Decent value. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the game of the week here: Buffalo at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay minus three over under fifty two and a half. Buffalo looking to rebound by the the Tom Brady's continue to put their foot on the gas.
1: Yeah, look, uh, I I tell you what I like in this game. And it's because, you know, you and I have sat here and talked about how your Miami Dolphins blueprinted those Ravens, right? And they really Mm -hmm. did. They they really blueprinted them. Do you think the Patriots maybe did the same thing uh, to the Bills by throwing the ball in three times? And I know a lot of that had to do with the weather, but they got gashed. They got gashed. And Lenny Fournette is expensive, but I still love him. This week, 7,400, 7,600. We saw what Belichick did against Buffalo. They ran, ran, ran on him. Brady's been throwing interceptions the last, I think, four weeks in a row. He's got a pick. It might be five. It's been a lot of picks for him recently. He gave Atlanta seven of their 17 points last week by throwing that pick six to Marlon Davidson. So I think you reestablish the run. We've seen Tampa Bay do this. They went to Fournette, I think, maybe. Uh, six weeks ago, they gave him the ball like 30 times. I think this could be one of those games for Tampa Bay where they, you know, between rushing and passing, uh, they could give him the ball close to 30 times. So I love him at 74, 76. Um, I think this could be a good bounce back game for Josh Allen. So I'd be a little more into him at 78 and 88 than I normally would be. Uh, don't want anything to do with the Buffalo running game. Uh, Godwin we saw have a million targets. Mike Evans has a good price at 6600. Uh, Diggs at 81 is always expensive; could always be in play. I love this price on Sanders at 49.58 because I think the Bills will be down and playing catchup. So I do like Sanders at 49.58. And you know, you could say the same thing for Beasley at five and 59 as well. Gronk is your pay-up tight end every single week. Uh, not paying for Knox. Not paying for either one of these defenses. So for me, it's mainly Lenny. Uh, Josh Allen, if you want to pay for him and the expensive, whatever expensive wideout you want to pay for. And I will add uh, Emmanuel Sanders to my list as well.
0: Um I don't disagree. I think Lenny is a great play, like phenomenal play. No matter how it plays out, they'll either hand it off or throw it to him. So he's going to get his. I feel like as they kind of count on him, I got a couple questions, questions. I'll start with this one. If you think they run the ball, they try to run the ball as much as New England did. Does Ronald Jones at 42 and 48 have any appeal for you?
1: Um, no, because I don't. Uh, all, all he's good for is vulturing, really, uh, unless they get up real big. And you got to think Buffalo is going to play with pride at least yes. this week. Right. So I don't know that their lead gets enormous. I don't think it gets three touchdowns or uh, three scores even, you know, I think they keep it within a two score game most of the time. So. I mean, Ronald Jones can he'll vulture in a normal game where they just use yep. Lenny too much and they give uh, Ronald Jones a ball down near the goal line, but they've also given Lenny four touchdown games before. Yep, so true. Um, I, I like him, uh, Ronald Jones, but I don't like him. I just I don't have the stones to play him here.
0: Okay, other question. If we both think Buffalo scores points as much, do you think that the Buccaneers have a chance to run the ball as much as they want to?
1: Um, yeah, I, I think maybe not as much as they want to, but I think that's how sure. you start the game. Okay. And then, you know, uh, I think you feed Lenny regardless. So, okay. uh, yeah, you know, I think people just forgot how fast he is, dude. Yeah, he is a good. Fast good running back and he's big. So, uh, love Leonard for
0: Just wait, James Robinson, Lenny 2.0 out of Jacksonville coming up. Same, <laughs> same. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, Jacksonville <laughs> screws things up, but I like Lenny. I'm with you there. I still Chris Godwin, especially in cash. Just keep playing him. You get peppered a ton. Gronk's on fire. So, if you want to go with, even with Brady, that whole passing game, fine, given Buffalo's secondary is very, very good. So, it might not be as easy, but I still believe Brady's going to do Brady things, especially if they're able to establish the run early. Then you give Brady the play action and stuff. Just watch out. That's just, that's dangerous all over the place. But on the flip side, I like it. You know, you mentioned Diggs, you mentioned Manny. I think Cole Beasley's a sneaky good, well, maybe not sneaky, a very good play in this game because he'll get used to kind of control the clock once in a while. This is a fun game. This is a good game to watch the ownership projections come in to see what more injury news comes out because it's going to be a very popular game. So you're going to have to find out how to be different. This is, this is the best game in the slate, the highest total on the slate. Everyone's going to look at this game. You're going to want to stack up the Tampa Bay side at a first glance, but in reality, if Buffalo's playing from behind, you're going to want that Buffalo side with a splash of Tampa Bay is how it really turns out. Like Buffalo maybe with Lenny or Buffalo with Lenny and, and Godwin or something like that. You're going to want – the Buffalo throwing side of this, if you think Tampa Bay does what we think Tampa Bay is going to do. So just keep that in mind when you're building this lineup. Definitely going to want some of this action, just depends on how you want to put it together. Dallas at Washington, probably the best early game of the day, as we discovered on our Thursday show. Dallas minus four on the road, over under 48.
1: Yeah, I like this game. So uh, Dak, uh, probably my number one quarterback in this slate, uh, 67 and 8100. Uh, love that price on him specifically for uh, DK. I also like Heineke. Heineke's cheap, dude. Fifty-five and seventy-one hundred. I think that's a great price on him as well. Um, the running backs are tough. I would say if I'm picking one in this game, it's Antonio Gibson at six thousand and seventy-four hundred. Uh, Zeke just said that he's not going to be 100% for at least a month, according to his MRI. Tony Pollard didn't practice on Wednesday with the foot thing. We don't know what his status is going to be like. I'm not going to McKissick, even though he's back. I'm not going to Jarrett Patterson at all. So for me, it's mainly Gibson because they've just been giving him the big workload. But my favorite payup is probably CD Lamb, 7,200, 7,800 bucks. Uh, but they, it's it's there's weirdness with the wide the the running backs in dallas plus um you need to win this game and make a statement this kind of puts you way ahead of the east if you take this game from washington because washington has been really really good since coming off their bye. so if you stop the momentum i think this is over with dallas is a playoff lock i think they already are anyway but i think they're I, I think they're a playoff lock and, and uh, you know, they could be fighting for a little home field here too. So uh, I love CD lamb. Um, not as big on paying up for McLaurin. If I'm going to pay up, I would just rather pay for lamb. He's 200 more bucks. Uh, and uh, Deandre Carter though, I do like a 34 and 52. Mm-hmm. I think he's a good, you know, Washington gets behind. They start throwing the ball. Heineke likes to go to him and if he breaks one off, he can score. So I love his price at 34 and fifty two hundred as well. And John Bates, 3,460. Yep. We know Logan Thomas out for the year. They've been going to him. He's super cheap at 3, 000, uh and 4600, So I like that price as well.
0: There's no Ricky Seals' is back of practice, though. Let's keep that in mind.
1: Uh, but they play two tight end sets.
0: True. So they'll throw to both of them. True, but keeps that one on our toes. But I'm with you, Dak at his price point, especially on DK at sixty-seven. Eighty-one on FanDuel is a little more respectable, but sixty-seven on DK in a game where they should throw a lot. That's uh, very intriguing. I'm always Tony Pollard over Zeke in my mind. So if you want to throw some Pollard in a tournament, go for it. But I want the passing attack of Dak to CD and maybe some Gallup. Still like I think it's you know, Cooper's a great price point, but I'm sure not I'm still not hundred percent on where he's at physically. One of these days he's going to explode and prove us all wrong. But pretty much it's CD, And honestly, if you just want to go CD to uh, my boy Schultz, you can go that way just fine. Like 54 and 57. Yeah, I forgot I think, about
1: Schultz. That's a good yeah, point.
0: I think at that price point, people just want to go to Gronk almost. So like, you might get a lower, lower rostered Schultz this week, which could be pretty, pretty nice. On the flip side, T-Mac's always in play. But like you said, it's pretty much the Antonio Gibson show. And they're going to want to use him as much as possible. I mentioned last week he's getting used in the passing game with the injuries. That'll happen again this week. So I keep using some Gibson, especially only 6K on DK. That's ridiculously too cheap in this game. And then I love the DeAndre call. He's a a value play I look at almost every week because they do look at him more than people think. Like last week, he only had one target. But prior to that, he was a target machine. So don't sleep on DeAndre if you want to have some fun too. But potentially a good game here. Probably the better morning game on the slate. Detroit at Denver. Denver minus eight in this one with a whopping total of 42, Bogman.
1: Yeah, uh, look. I think there's a lot of ways you can go in this game. None of them are quarterback, right? I don't want anything to do with Teddy Bridgewater. Don't want anything to do with Jared Goff. I do love Javante Williams at 5,900, 6,700. Melvin Gordon should be back, but he's not going to be 100%. So I think this is more of a three quarters, right? He's not going to get the gigantic run he had last week, but he may get more yards and touchdowns against Detroit with three quarters of the carries, maybe even half the carries that he did last week. So I love this price on him at $59,6700. Love it. Love it. Um, think it's great. I also like Jamal Williams. You know, DeAndre Swift probably not going to play. So, uh, Jamal Williams at 5500 6200 is a good price as well. Um, you know, the wide receivers are tough. Like I just said, I don't like either one of the quarterbacks, but I think you can make a case for Jerry Judy because he's cheap, 56 and 63, just over the poverty line in both. Um, I think Amonra St. Brown kind of, you know, took over last week, this receiving job, but every time we think it's Josh Reynolds earlier in the year, we thought it was Khalif Raymond earlier than that. We thought it was Amonra St. Brown. There's been somebody new. Hawkinson's been great though, like the last week here. So Hawkinson at 5,300 and 6,100, not a bad buy either. Don't hate the Broncos defense at 38 or 4,400 as well. But my favorite buys in this game, are uh, Javante fifty nine sixty seven, uh, Jamal Williams at fifty five and
0: sixty two. Yeah, all I really want is I love Javante at fifty nine and sixty seven. With you one hundred percent on that one. I think he's in for another big big game. And then uh, if you want to go, I, I still believe Josh Reynolds is too cheap at forty one and fifty three. He still had three or four catches last week for a good set of yards. He finds the end zone. He's going to put value up there time and time again. As long as he's running out there with his old quarterback Gothic, it's like a comfort zone. So I'll, I'll take uh, Josh Reynolds but instead of trying to figure out who the next best thing is. I know Brown's the guy you've been wanting all year, and he is the best guy, so maybe eventually that happens. Maybe now is the time and get him while he's cheap, but I'll keep playing Josh a little cheaper and see what happens. And I'm with you. If you want to play Broncos defense, go for it. I, I get the, the appeal there. But um, uh, one of those games where I'm not super excited outside of maybe Javante, that's like the the main play for me. It's it's an ugly, ugly football game. <laughs> Speaking of ugly, Jacksonville at Tennessee. Tennessee is minus nine in this game, Bogman. Minus nine with a 44 over-under.
1: All right. I like one player in this game. That is it, and it's Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Ryan Tannehill is the one guy I like. I talked about this a little bit earlier in the week, and my thought is you tried to replace Derrick Henry by, you know, they threw a lot of stuff. All right, let's try Adrian Peterson. That didn't work. They flat-out cut him. Let's try Deontay Foreman. Not really working so much. He's better than Peterson, but he's not a great fit. They've been having more success throwing flares to Dontrell Hilliard than anything. Mm -hmm. McNichols uh, should be back in this game as well. But uh, Julio was just activated off the IR. Don't know if he's going to play, but it opened up his window, his possibility to play this weekend. And when they do it at the beginning of the week, most of the time you expect that guy to be able to practice and then come back and play on Sunday. So I do think Julio is going to play. Don't hate his price. I'm just so unsure about how this offense is going to work, but I do think that you have to coming off the buy change the way the offense works. I think you have to run your offense through Ryan Tannehill. I think he's going to have to have some running plays. I think he's going to have to throw early to be able to run with a weaker running game in the second half. So I think you need to switch things up if you're Tennessee, because if you go out and hand the ball 30 times to uh, Deontay Foreman, you're probably going to lose to Jacksonville, which is bad. I mean, we were talking about Tennessee. They beat the Rams. They beat a bunch of great teams being a Super Bowl contender. They are not that without Derrick Henry. So they have to limp into the playoffs, then get Henry back healthy, then try to make their run. So uh, I think you just have to find a way to win this game. I think it's on the back of, of Ryan Tannehill. I don't like their targets, though. I don't like Westbrook, Aquina. I don't like any of the tight ends. It's been ugly, and I hate everything about
0: Jacksonville, so I don't want any Jaguars. I'll keep this simple. Dontrell Hilliard in a tournament, no problem with that at all. Otherwise, pass. Fade,
1: yeah.
0: Um, Las Vegas at the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are minus nine in this matchup, which surprised me a little bit. I get it, but nine and a half. The over-under is 48, so where are you going here, Boggs?
1: I mean, who can you trust in this game? That's my mm-hmm. question. My, uh, I'm not paying for Patrick Mahomes. I'm not paying for Travis Kelsey. Can't do it. Uh, tried Derek Carr last week. Uh-uh, didn't work. Don't think it's going to work against a better defense this week. I'm okay with Clyde Edwards-Delaire at 61.65. Uh, 65 I like Josh Jacobs at 62.71. Okay, but not better than a couple of my other plays that I've already mentioned. I'm not paying up for Tyreek Hill because they haven't been getting it done. Uh, Hunter Renfro still affordable at 61 and se- uh, 6700. Nobody else. Darren Waller is questionable. Foster Moreau let us down, and he's more expensive this week. I mean, maybe the Chiefs' defense is the best play in this game at 33 and okay. 37. Uh, but I think the only trustable players to me, really, uh, at their price, are Ceh, who played a little bit less last week because he had an illness during the week. So, him and Daryl split. I think it'll be more ch. And they've been giving the ball to Jacobs and Kenyon Drake is down. Those are the two trustable players I see in this game.
0: Yeah, it, it's tough. It's tough. I can't pay for Mahomes. One of these days he's going to get it going again, but it's just, it's tough to feel. I could see the car argument if you think Vegas has to try to keep up, and they can. If they keep up, cars is going to be a big reason why. So, if you're playing the tournament angles, like we talked about with the, the Buffalo game, car is a great value at 59 and 72. Just can't he do it? Your question, because this Chiefs defense has been darn, darn good. So it's a real question. We've seen we've seen Card and the Raiders go into, sh- into Kansas City before and really shock us. So nothing's off the table. It's just a really ri- a big risk, but I don't mind it at 5900 bucks if you want to go there. Otherwise, I like Josh Jacobs at 62 and 71 because he's getting utilized a lot in the passing game now, a lot. So in a game in where the they need to run the ball, right. dump it off a lot with that new pass rush that Kansas City is using very well, I think Jacobs at 62 and 71 is a phenomenal tournament play this week even if you don't want to stack this game i like jacobs a lot for that angle otherwise it's like sure you can always try to pay for tyreek or kelsey if you want i'd rather have kelsey a little cheaper and i trust kelsey more consistently than the way that tyreek's working right now But it's a mess either way you look at it i prefer jacobs and renfro as my favorite plays in this game period just because the volume should be there otherwise chiefs defense is fine if you want to go there at 33 and 37 but um it's kind of weird feeling. I it's going to be an ugly game, but I think the Raiders might have some decent value in the game. If, if they get close to that, that total we're looking for new Orleans at the New York jets, oof, new Orleans minus five and a half over under 43 and a half.
1: There are two guys I like in this game and um, they're both just cheap. It's Jamison Crowder at 47 and 55, because I don't know if more is going to play. And we know Corey Davis isn't. So Uh, I'll take him. Maybe Ty Johnson at 44 and 49. But my other guy that I like is Nick Vanette at 31 and 47. After that, this whole game is going to be a no for me, dog.
0: A no for you, dog. Yeah, no, I understand that one. Um, I think Kamara is interesting. Just not sure I want to pay that price point at this point in time. So pretty much I want the the New Orleans defense if you want to pay for it. If you want to pay 36 and 5K, 100% on board with that because you can target the Jets anytime you want. Otherwise, said it before the show. A lot of cross-off spots for me, and this yeah. is another one of them. Um, Giants at the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers minus 10.5 over under 44.5.
1: I think there's a couple guys you could pay for in this game. Not a ton here either, though. I don't particularly care for this game. Um, let's say you can pay for Austin Eckler almost any week in 83 and 92. It's expensive, but if you wanted him him to be your centerpiece, I get it. Um, the COVID going around this wide receiver room for the Chargers. We don't know who's going to end up being there. So if Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are both out, I like Josh Palmer at 3000 Jalen Guyton at 3,400 are both good DFS prices here. Um, I have no idea who is even playing for the giants. So pass on that. Jared cook with both those guys down as a cheap tight end option. He's only a hundred more bucks than Nick vanette at 32 and 5,100. And he has experience. So, uh, should they be missing a lot of their targets from the wide receiver room? I think Jared cook is a nice pivot at 32 and 5,100. Other than that, Ugh, I maybe maybe either one of the defenses. Uh, I the Giants are cheap. So maybe I'd take them if they're gonna be out their two best pass catchers in Allen and Williams. But uh I hate this game too.
0: Yeah, massive wait and see thing on the news situation. But if Keenan plays, I love Keenan and Herbert, that connection is expensive, but it's great. Keenan, I think I saw has fifteen or more DK points in like ten or eleven of the games this season. Like he's been that consistently good. So um Keenan and Herbert, zero problem there. Um, Don't really feel like paying that much for Eckler on this slate. I I guess I get it if you want, but it's pretty much Keenan and um, Herbert, and you could look at uh, Jared Cook, 32 and 51. I can see that being some use because you can get the Giants with the tight ends pretty, pretty well. That's a a big thing this year. So Jared Cook could be in for a big one as long as Donald Parham doesn't screw him on those. But Jared <laughs> even Anderson
1: will score a touchdown every once in a while, too.
0: True. Yeah, you know? it's a mess. But Cook, I like overall at 32 and 51 if you want to go that route. Otherwise, like you said, Chargers D, but it's, it's very expensive. Very, very expensive. Seattle at Houston, another just fun filled football game here. You got Seattle minus seven and a half over under 41 and a
1: half. There's a little to buy here, at least, you know, I, I could see going with Russell at 66 and 75. I think he looked back. Um, if you want to throw a dart on Penny, I get it at 48 and 53. I don't really want to mess with any of that. I like Metcalf 65 and 7,300. This is a perfect place to get his confidence back, right? You have him go out, you throw him the ball 15 times. He comes down with seven of them and scores twice, right? You get DK Metcalf's confidence back up to where it should be since he hasn't been great with you know 50% of Russell Wilson out there the last month. So I uh, like DK Metcalf in a pay-up spot. 65 and 73 is one of his lower prices of the year as well. And that is all I like from this game. Maybe Seattle's defense at 31 and 45.
0: Yeah, another um, another tricky one. Like if you believe that Seattle's back, then yeah, Wilson and a uh, DK could be interesting because eventually Metcalf's going to go off, and this is the perfect storm, especially at sixty-five and seventy-three at that discounted price, which is crazy. I also think if you want to take a gamble in a tournament like with a Freddie Swain or a D Eskridge at thirty-two and thirty-three, they both been having theirs, but it's, it's risky to see who's going to get it. So pretty much keep it simple with Metcalf and uh, and and uh, Wilson if you want. Otherwise, again, simple here. Seattle defense, 31 and 45. That's why it's hard to pay up for um that Chargers defense so much. We've got so many like low 3K defenses that are good. So Seattle at 31 and 45 definitely makes for a, a fun one, to say the least. Now we get some fun football right here. San Francisco at Cincinnati. Cincinnati minus one in this one with an over under of 48 and a half, Bogman. Yeah, this is our last
1: one of the day, too. So. Uh, but I think this game is stackable. I think you could stack whatever side you want here. Uh, Burrow at $6,7100 is a good price. I know Jimmy G doesn't instill a lot of confidence, but I think he's okay at this price. There's better options, but he's okay. Um, Mixon's a little banged up, but 7785 is okay. Uh, I don't know who's running the ball for San Francisco, so I'm just going to avoid it. Now, if Eli is playing, I like Eli 67 and 74, but he's in concussion protocol as we record this. Um, I like T Higgins, he has an ankle thing though, so maybe the pivot is towards a more expensive Chase 69 72 or a less expensive Tyler Boyd at 5 5900. I think I'm okay with either one of those. Anytime Debo plays, you can play him. Um, I'm not paying that much for George Kittle, I just can't do it. at 58 and 64 is okay, so I like this game but I'd say the prices make most of these guys maybes instead of must starts.
0: And I think that's what makes this game a much more, I guess, intriguing. I don't know if that's the right word game to attack when most are going Low to look rosters. At, Yeah. when most look at like the, the Tampa Bay Buffalo game, or maybe go somewhere else. This kind of makes it interesting. Like I love burrow in most formats. I think you can work on this San Francisco team. The problem is, is their pass rush is good. And we know Cincinnati's offensive line is dreadful. Right. So And what's his pinky situation? He heard it early last game. He still played well. So I think he'll be okay. But he's only 6K and 71, which I think makes things very, very interesting in this matchup. Um, So Joe Burrow is in play for this one if you want to stack it up. If Mixon's healthy, he's always in play because through the passing game or the running game, no problem there either. Keep an eye on the San Francisco running back news. If Eli's in, phenomenal play. 67 and 74, great price point. Phenomenal price point. You play Eli Mitchell if he's in. Otherwise, if Jeff Wilson's healthy, Jim Michael Hasty's healthy, keep an eye on that situation because they're both super cheap. Could be interesting. Flip side, love T. Higgins still at 64 and 68. No problem with that at all, assuming he plays. But Tyler Boyd at 5K and 59 has been getting a lot of looks lately. A right. lot of looks. So it's a way to save and some money. And if Boyd doesn't
1: play, that'd be a great pick.
0: Yeah, that could be big as well. So Um, there's a lot of injuries surrounding this potentially, but also a lot to like in this game. It's like second highest total on the slate. A tight game means the game should be back and forth with the spread-wise, should keep this game in it. Um, Debo, if he comes back, like Ayuk's a phenomenal price point at 58 and 64. If Debo doesn't play, got Jawan Jennings only at 33, which I think is interesting. And if Debo doesn't play, we saw how much they rely on George Kittle. So that's another trickle-down effect. Obviously, Kittle's more expensive this week. People saw what he did last week, so he's going to be more popular as well. So that kind of changes things. But I'm a big fan of this game. I prefer the the Burrow side of it with some sprinkled-in Niners. But if you want to play Jimmy, no one's going to roster him. And I, I get it. I, I totally get it. I played him a few weeks ago against Minnesota in some lineups. He can get there. He just doesn't have the ceiling of Joe Burrow has. And that's the difference in tournaments. So that's why I prefer Joe Burrow. But this is the game to look at if you want to make things differently. That's all I'm going to say. All right, let's have some fun recapping them, some things Bogman. And, um, yeah, this is going to be a tough one here because <laughs> not a lot of good games. Um, who are your favorite quarterbacks this week?
1: Uh, for me, I've got Dak and Heineke in the same game, and then Ryan Tannehill as my third. I'm
0: going to go Dak, Brady, Burrow. Okay, so I like it's, it. Uh, I'm not in love with it a lot right now. Uh, running backs, what are you liking in on this one?
1: Well, you know, I love Lenny, even though it's expensive, 74 and 76. Uh, let's go with the Williamses in that game. Javante and Jamal. I think they could both be pretty solid.
0: Yeah. I got Lenny, Javante and Gibson. So not a lot of switching things up in this one. Um, wide receivers though. We should have a few more options, not a ton more, but we should have a few more. So he liking in this one.
1: Well, for my expensive guys, I like lamb and Metcalf. So uh, those are my favorites. If I had to pick one, I'd lean towards Metcalf just because he's a little cheaper at sixty five and 7300 So we'll say he's my favorite of the week. I said Russell Gage, too, between him and Sanders. I think I'd still go with Russell Gage. So $5,700, So I guess make my three, Lamb, Metcalf, and Gage.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to narrow down. I like the Gage call, but I'll be different. I went Higgins, assuming he plays. Um, if he doesn't play, Boyd becomes a phenomenal play, like we talked okay. about. I'm going to go with DJ Moore in tournaments. I think there's definitely something there in that game, especially if it does turn into an offensive game like we're kind of hoping for, at least I'm kind of hoping for. So I, I think there's there's some angles to go with on that one. And then, oh, man, it's just dreadful. Like, I didn't mention Elijah Moore because he's all banged up, but he could be an interesting tournament play still.
1: Crowder um, could be, too, if he doesn't.
0: Yeah, so that could be something in that game. So I'll go Elijah Moore for now. just know that there could be risk, but when if he does suit up, he seems to, quote-unquote, be defensive and quarterback-proof so far. He's, he's shocking me in that system. I thought he was done when Wilson came back, and I've been completely <laughs> wrong. So, totally totally off on that one. Uh, give me a couple tight ends you like this week.
1: Well, I like Jared Cook specifically because we don't know. Like, even if these guys do play – You know, are they asymptomatic? Are they going to be okay? Who knows? So I like Jared Cook at 32 and 5,100. Nick Vanette, 31 and 47. They just lost Deontay Harris to New Orleans did. So got to throw the ball to somebody. And he's he's a somebody that's on the field a lot of times. And John Bates with no Logan Thomas. I expect that to be a pass heavy game between Dallas and Washington. Maybe one of the few stackable games on this slate. Uh, So John Bates as a very, very cheap 34600 option.
0: Yeah, I like those for sure. I'm going to go with Jared Cook of the Chargers and Dalton Schultz. Those would be the two guys I'd be looking at in this one. And then uh, what do you, do you have any defenses circled? if not? No worries.
1: Uh, I didn't circle any, but, I mean, Seattle against Houston is probably my favorite one.
0: All righty, righty. Yeah, I have Seattle. I have Cleveland. Cleveland, that could be a value one. That could be yeah. a... A value one to keep in mind if you're stacking things up this week we know tampa bay buffalo is popular niners uh Bengals. what else are you looking at this
1: washington week? dallas in seattle yeah. against houston
0: i like the seattle call as well i will say if all things turn out healthy you can stack the chargers that's, that's true because people say well no they're gonna blow them out well they got to get those points to right. blow them out and there's probably one path to get there so that's where i'll say that and then the most important thing and this is where you have to follow line star on twitter at line star app and at line star uh, nfl you have to get all that good stuff out there it's the touchdown calls of the week from bogman myself and ryan Humphreys. last week we went three for three bogman which was tremendous and so if you guys retweet the touchdown call of the week that they they tweet out three lucky retweeters get paired with each one of us and you have a chance to win some free swag so bogman who you got as your touchdown call of the week for Week 14?
1: Give me my man Leonard Fournette against Buffalo. So love this uh, rushing attack. That's what New England did. I think Tampa Bay gets to it too. I think Lenny gets in the end zone. Give me, give me touchdown, Lenny.
0: Yeah, you took him. I was afraid you were going to take him. I was afraid <laughs> you were. That's a that's a great one. Touchdown, Lenny is a good one. I'll go a little off the map here, and I'm going to go give me give me Dalton Schultz. i take a tough You one. love Dalton Schultz. The dude's good. He's he good. Is. doesn't get the love he deserves. He's good. He just doesn't find the end zone a ton, but this could be a good week against Washington. So give me Dalton Schultz. You get playoff Lenny Lombardi, Lenny all the time. Lenny now, whatever you <laughs> want to call him. The dude's a beast, but it should be a fun one. It's, it's not the best of schedules because the dolphins aren't on it. I get it, but uh, we'll see what happens. Should be a fun one. And most importantly, if you download the app, the lion star app and the Apple app store and the Google play store, you'll be set up and good to go. Even with all the news, everything projections will change for you. You'll be ready to rock and roll. Make sure you check out Line Star on YouTube. Uh, subscribe there. You can watch this show and other shows that Line Star is pumping out there for you to give you all the content you need to build your winning lineups. But for now, we'll wrap it up there. Check out Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm at pedientric We'll be back with you guys Tuesday with your recap show. But for now, good luck, everybody. Good luck. Thanks for listening to Pre Snap Podcast presented by Line Star. App. Please like, comment, subscribe, and rate for good karma in your fantasy football games.